0: Deanne and welcome to my podcast things I talk about Today, I have a fun human design episode planned with my special guest, Gina. Gina is also a human design reader as well as an intuitive energy healer based in Arizona. She specializes in helping others learn and understand their unique energy as well as helping to release energetic blockages that are manifesting in their everyday. Day lives. Today, Gina and I will be discussing life purpose. After hearing that, like myself, Gina also walked away from her career to pursue a greater purpose, I thought how neat would it be to share reflections from one another's personal human design charts while engaging in dialogue about this important subject. So Gina, thank you so much for joining me in this conversation today. I think this is going to be really fun um, and an interesting conversation. So before we dive in, though, can you share a little bit more about yourself and maybe even add in a little bit about how you found or stumbled upon human design? Thank you so much for having
1: me on. This is I'm really excited about this conversation. I actually found human design, oh my gosh, about almost four years ago now. I was actually, I I come from the corporate world and I have spent the majority of my professional life moving my way up the corporate ladder in the hospitality industry, which I loved. That was a very big piece of what I wanted to do in this world of really helping others. And in November of 2020, my daughter, who is now 16, went through the biggest health um, struggle of her life. And we are in Arizona. And we actually had to live in Baltimore for six weeks in a hotel room where she had to undergo a very large surgery. And we had to actually be at the hospital every day for six weeks.
0: Wow.
1: So in the middle of that journey, I'm working my corporate world, um, doing my corporate job. My husband and my son are back in Arizona, and my daughter and I are in Baltimore. And I, I felt a little lost at that point because as a mom, you are here for your child. You're you You see your child going through something so hard, and you just want to help them. Mm-hmm. And it was very taxing on both of us for two d- different reasons. And I had a friend that said, hey, let's get your spirits up. Let's do this online goal manifesting class to, you know, kind of set our paths for the next year. And in that class is when I was introduced to human design. I fell in love with it in that hotel room. (laughs) And what I was like, the very first thing that I found in that human design was the emotions. Mm. And how my emotions were designed, and how my daughter's was very different. So how my emotions could really change the environment of my daughter's emotions. And from there, I was I was hooked. And that brought me on this journey through these last few years of leaving the corporate world to becoming my true purpose of an intuitive energy healer.
0: Mm, i love that but goodness gracious what a what an experience i can only imagine my i have a son and he's 15 Mm -hmm. and so around about the same age and i know when he was little we had a situation where he was hospitalized for a week and it was pretty intense and I can't even imagine, you know, going through what you went through and what strength <laughs> you know to go through such an experience. Wow. And I love how you talked about your your um emotions being so much different than your daughters. I'm assuming she's non-emotional? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm emotional. My mm-hmm. my son is emotional. So we get a little fiery and my husband is non-emotional. So he has like no chance (laughs) between the two of us. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So Gina, can you tell us a little bit more about your work with clients and how you work with clients with human design?
1: Absolutely. I'm a very firm believer that We all, when we all entered this world, we entered with beautiful gifts and our purpose. And when we learn what that is, when we learn that core true energy of who we are, we are able to shine our light in this world. And that can show up in so many different ways. So my core modality is taking human design and pairing it with intuitive energy healing. Because my philosophy is, is first, let's understand your energy. Let's understand who you are. What makes you you, your gifts, your purpose, your emotions, your fears? What is that about you? Once we understand who you are, then we start incorporating that into your everyday life. And while we do so, we locate limiting beliefs, emotions that have been trapped inside our energy field. And as we're learning to live our design, we're also releasing that heaviness, that stagnancy, so we can live the life that we're truly imagined. So it's really taking the two of them and pairing them together to create that next version of you, that, that, that piece of us journeying to our authentic selves.
0: Mm, I love it. I, I love it. So beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I would love to hear a little bit more. I shared in my introduction that I know you mentioned in the corporate world and hospitality and walking away from that. And so my story is after I experienced my awakening and had that pivotal moment for myself, Um I felt you know that call to shift into something different as well so we both have that similarity and so i want to explore the topic today of like life purpose and and why why in our adjustments where we are now feels more aligned than where we were and so i'd love to hear what would you say was a key pivotal point in which, you know, a circumstance or something that you were in your career in the hospitality industry. When was the moment when you're like, Oh, I don't want to be here anymore. Or, you know, there's got to be something better. What was there a key element or situation you can recall that really propelled you into the transition?
1: Mine was a lot of little things that, that went up to the big moments. And I think even though when I look back at it is sitting in that hotel room, it learning human design, when I was helping my daughter through that biggest moment of her life, I was so grateful at that point of my life for my corporate career it's they were so amazing in helping me allowing me to be mom and to still be able to do my job from the east coast compared to the west coast but in doing so When I look back at my career and I look at what I was doing in the corporate world, my biggest thing that I loved was my relationships, my relationships with my teams, the helping my teams grow is I always told them it. I loved like I want them to shine. I want them to be center stage and I want them to be able to show all of their gifts And I was like on stage right and I was there like I was their stage mom and I was rooting the mom from the side. And I got to the point of thinking there has to be another way to do this because there was I love that piece of it, but I didn't love the other pieces to it. And I felt like I was losing myself of when was was I a supporting character in my life or was I Mm. on stage too? And it was all those little things that started making me realize that there needs to be more. Like I am meant to shine my light and I love my teams. I love my, my individuals that I work with, but I had this belief and it was so deep seated fear inside of me that somebody else had to pay my paycheck that somebody in some big corporate office and somewhere had to sign their name to pay me. And when I found this belief and worked through it, I realized when you live your purpose and when you shine your light, money is just energy, just Mm -hmm. like we're just energy and everything is going to be okay. So it was really for me taking center stage in my own life but still being able to be on stage left, helping everyone else take center stage in their life.
0: Yeah. Oh, and, and I'm all, I'm smiling because I'm already hearing things. I'm like, Oh yeah. Um, you know, when you talk about, you know, you talked a lot about the relationship aspect. I noticed in your chart that your, your strongest, uh, quarter that you have is duality. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, the relationship piece, um, there and for our listeners in the human design chart, there's four different sections and duality has a lot to do with um relationships and interactions and when you were talking about shining yourself you and i both have our north node is in leo Uh, are you are you familiar with that in your own chart
1: I'm not as familiar with the astrology side of it, but I do know I do have that Leo piece that shines through on my astrology side. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: I noticed it because you have both of your nodes are the same um, gate on both sides, your design and personality. And so so do I. And I know that's not something that everybody has and it just my attention was drawn to that. Um so yeah, having that Leo North node also, yeah, is you're meant to be seen, you're meant to shine. And everything that you're talking about is is just it's neat because a, your design, like as I was looking at it and absorbing it, it's, it's a lot. It feels like this energy of, yeah, like coming into. Authenticity, you know, and coming into self and inspiring people to like your relationships are your connections are there because you're meant to help people come into that. And we also have that six line in our profile. <laughs> yeah. So that six line um, for our listeners is fun because it's kind of like a three stage life process to where the first 30 years we're kind of bumping into life, experiencing the things, doing the things. And then we kind of take a step back and just want to connect the dots and figure out, okay, what just happened? And the closer we get to the age of 50, the more we start to really come emerge back out to share the wisdom. So, How has, because your profile has a little more significance being a transpersonal profile with that six two, where I'm a four six. How has your experience been with that six line and how has that helped you to kind of share or step into your authentic role of what you're here to, you know, contribute to society when we? you know, which falls in line with life purpose topics.
1: So it's so funny. I am such a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And just like you said, with that sixth line, we go in stages. Like it's literally those first 30 years is trial and error, figuring it out. Then we're in currently the middle stage of kind of mastering it. So when (laughs) we get to 50, we're like, okay, we got this. And it was so I just turned 43. So I just turned 43 in August. And I was going through I had this idea. So I write a blog and I wanted to do this idea of I had a very set idea of going and creating a blog about how I came to today. So we all have those memory boxes from our childhood of like old yearbooks and photos and whatever. So I got mine out of the garage and (laughs) I was looking for a very specific photo. I wanted this photo and I knew it was in there. So I'm going through it. My kids are having a great time looking at mom when she was young. (laughs) And in that memory box, I found a journal and I don't remember this journal at all. Don't have any clue of it. And I opened it up and it's from when I was, it was almost 27 years to the day. I was 16 and a junior in high school. And when I was in high school, I had some medical stuff going on. I was sick. I had some female gunk going on Mm -hmm. and I was going through like my medical ups and downs when I was a teenager. And I found this journal where I wrote about being sick. And I wrote, and I I was writing to that journal was a crystal. It was like an amethyst. It was about an amethyst necklace that my dad gave me. And in my head, as I'm writing it, it's talking about that when I had that necklace, It was, it would calm me down. It would calm me down when I was hurting because I'm 16. Like, I don't, you don't know. You're trying to just being 16. And in this journal, I write in my very 16 year old writing, you are a healer. You have the ability to heal yourself and others. You may not understand this now, but you will later on. And I was like, mind blown because again, I don't remember this journal, but yet it was like talking about going back to the sixth line is trial and error is Mm -hmm. I was learning life as a teenager. I was learning my life in those first 30 years of my life. And I knew I had these gifts back then, and I was figuring them out and now it's come full circle. And it's showing me that this is my purpose Not only was I able to help myself, get myself from there to here, but I'm able to help others. And I actually started college as a nursing major. I wanted to be a nurse when I grew up
0: and because I
1: wanted to help other people. And I ended up switching to hospitality because I'm like, there's no way I can get through those math and science classes. (laughs) But what I've learned now in my 40s is that healers come in all different forms, You don't have to be a doctor or a nurse. We need those individuals, but you can also heal through energy. It's that body, mind, spirit connection that helps us have that balance. So for me, finding that just affirmed me of this is part of my purpose.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also in your chart, having your, um, splenic center undefined, which one of the gifts there is being very attuned as well. Like you talked about being a healer and noticing when things are out of balance or off. So yeah, that's awesome. That, that's really awesome. I know for me the sixth line because we're the same age actually i'm a, a little older my birthday was in april but uh yeah it's i've noticed that especially in the last year or so more i'm definitely feeling like i'm i'm chomping at the bit a little bit you know what i mean i'm like okay okay, let me get out out there a little bit more, you know, a little bit more. Where a few years ago, though, it was like, no, like, don't Mm -hmm. approach me. Don't talk to me, you know, definitely. But a lot of that also is conditioning, you know, and and, uh, in my chart, I have a open um, identity center or G center. Mm -hmm. So had to go through a lot of that but i can with the considering the six line yeah i think that i've definitely noticed myself more excited or eager <laughs> to yeah. kind of be there <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. A little
1: bit of patience because i feel like i am everyone that knows me goes you just need to
0: like patience <laughs> yep Yep. yeah that's that's definitely uh definitely been a journey is you know trying to be in the present moment and resting in the present moment and and uh yeah and i think that with any of us that identify as you know light workers healers intuitives you know, I feel like there is a big heart to help, obviously. And so we I think we do get eager to um, get out there and uh, and connect. and so so yeah, it's it's you know, it's been a journey to balance that patience and trust in the divine timing.
1: I oh my gosh. and you said it too is I I love because I'm a generator. And you're a man-gen, which my son is a man Jen, as well. So okay. like me, very generator energy, like learning his design has literally completely transformed how I parent, because it's like, I always tell him like king of maybe because he's so (laughs) man gens are meant to make their decisions in the moment. Um, But when I was looking at like, because we we so much both of our designs together, is that responding what lights us up those big pieces But when I was looking at your chart and I was looking at my chart, like I was so like wowed with all of your defined centers. (laughs) And because if you look at like your chart with all of your defined centers, you only have two open centers. Yeah. And then you look at my chart and I am completely undefined with only two open centers. So it's so amazing about our gifts and how they're so intertwined with that. (laughs)
0: Yeah. 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 You're right. That's, yeah. And we, we both have that same channel too, yes. the 59.6, but I mean, in your chart, oh my gosh, like it's very implanted in there. It's, it's, there's a lot of it. I was like, oh, yep. There, there, there's that again. There's that. Yeah. That's so neat. Now I'm curious as someone that has, that does have that 59.6. Now I actually am very socially awkward and introverted often until i find like that right energy mm-hmm. and then i feel very open how do you feel your your channel there do you feel like you cuz you've got i mean you know my chart is very heavy in the duality of um connections and relationships as well Um, but yeah, I'm curious, is your, does, do you feel your energy the same or do you feel like you feel very open and comfortable and engaging and, you know, interacting with others? Cause it's like that 59 is literally your sun sign. So
1: (laughs) I call myself the extroverted introvert. So it is, and I look at, when you go back to my, my journey in hospitality, I was in I was a vice president of sales and marketing, which you think sales is very an extroverted uh, career, but yet I crave my alone time, and I am. My my mom would actually laugh going back to my childhood. Is I was a very shy child. I was a very introverted child, and she actually, I think I was like eight or nine years old, and she kind of forced me in her very loving mom way to audition for a play with the local theater group. Um, It was Cinderella, and I fought her tooth and nail. I am like, you could never, ever get me on stage. No way. (laughs) Um, But I did it, and I got a part, and that actually gave me that extroverted talent so I could I it was like because and I think it's because I'm so undefined I feel so much from all my environments that I went on stage I felt like I was I was playing a part and that helped me with that extrovertedness of coming out of my shell so if I'm going into a room with people I don't know my introverted self would be like yeah no thank you but then my my brain pops in and goes, no, it's just it's just you're playing you're playing an act. You're just going mm. in, and it's just like a show, and it's going to yeah. be okay. So that's been how I unintentionally balanced it without even knowing any better.
0: <laughs> Gina, you're gonna laugh at this. This is so funny. So back in back in August, I signed up for an acting class. <laughs> Yeah. And I totally, I totally get what you're saying. And, you know, I've, I've joked that it's therapeutic and it's funny because what, you know, we're working on character development. And one of the things she said is pick someone that is absolutely not like you and be that person. And I didn't have time to think. And I just instantly built this character And she is in everybody's business, has no problem with social, you know, small talk. And you're right, though. It's like when I'm on stage in that moment all of the things are there, but it's like disconnecting from my mind, you know, and allowing, <laughs> allowing that moment. So, so, hey, that's good advice. Maybe we'll have to have a recap in six months and see how far I've gone. Um, I love how you talked about feeling a extroverted introvert. Yeah, because I think you described it exactly. How I feel that energy as well. So, yeah, I I I feel like I feel more comfortable almost. I've learned in roles where I'm speaking or teaching or doing something because it's like I feel like I have a I have more of a purpose and a sense of self versus like in a party or a room. Yeah, I'm uh, deer in headlights. Yeah, <laughs> deer in headlights.
1: It's so funny you say that. Cause when I was looking at your chart and I just love, because you know, you, your eyes, each person, your eyes go a little different places. And I'm looking at your charts and some of the gifts that you just incorporate. I'm like, it totally makes sense that you have this beautiful podcast because I'm like, this is so I can see why you've been drawn to it. So hearing you now say that piece, I'm like, it makes sense. This is your stage. You're on this beautiful stage, being able to share your gifts and like watching that from like our professional lives to our personal lives. And how it's our energy is just us it doesn't matter what environment we're in <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i found i found also that the doing the podcast interviews and such it makes my fourth line happy because mm-hmm. it has that sense of community and connection about it too Um, so it's allowed me to meet a lot of amazing people such as yourself and, and, uh, get to know others as well. So yeah, uh, (laughs) that's fun. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So now let's go back in, going back to the topic of, uh, life purpose now, What would you say for someone, what is one of the things you generally like to look at or consider if someone was to come to you or is listening now and they say, oh, Gina, I would love to know what am I supposed to do? You know, where would be a good starting point that you would guide them into looking or considering in their own human design chart?
1: I think I like to go in first is like when we're looking at our purpose and I think there's such a, there's such heaviness when we look at the word purpose, because we think, okay, we have a purpose to do something, but we also have to remember that our purpose evolves as we do. And I I really think it's first off giving ourselves permission to grow and evolve because Mm -hmm. especially as we're, you know, evolving as humans from our 20s to our 30s to our 40s to our 50s, so on and so forth, is we are learning so much about ourselves. So it's, I think, first off, giving yourself permission, what your purpose can change. Yeah. And number two, it's, it's learning who you are looking at that and just even learning your overall energy just that piece. Like it was, I don't know about you, but for me, just learning the piece that I needed choices in my life, Mm. mind blowing. Like I was able to, if you would have asked me six years ago, like, I'm trying to frame this properly is, (laughs) are you good with doing what you're doing? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But it's like going in and actually going, am I happy doing this? No, I'm not. Yeah. Okay, do I know what would make me happy? No. Okay, Mm -hmm. just starting to give myself choices in figuring out what that next step is. So I think just a piece of learning how to use your energy is so transformational for every single person. I think that other piece is, is, I like to go back and I like to look at our child, our, our, what did we want to do when we grew up? What did our self want? Mm -hmm. Because that thing, whatever that, that thing is when we were little kids that can guide us into what we want now. Is that going to be the same thing? Probably not, but look at the skills and qualities that why you wanted to be that when you were so little, because you can find that in your adult life. So I think the two of those together really pairs well.
0: I love that. Yeah, I've I've I too believe that, you know, if we kind of sit with ourselves and just because you know when you talk about that child the child isn't concerned with the 3d sense of reality or what they have been conditioned through their life to feel they should be or what's the responsible thing to be and so yeah i love that because i think that yeah when we allow ourselves that freedom to explore that sometimes we might be surprised that what we want is actually ready to communicate with us. And that's, that's really good. And I think that it's sad. Unfortunately, I know in my experience that there's a lot of people that feel like they get caught in that limitation of feeling like, oh, well, that must be nice to, you know, pursue what I love or what's exciting to me, but that's not practical. It's not, you know, real. And I know there was someone close to me once who shared this expression with me. But once I sat them down, I said, the sky's the limit. What is it you want to do? They found it surprising that they actually really did enjoy a lot of things about what they were doing. But it just so there's so many different perspectives that I think a lot of it is is mindset of you know what we tell ourselves. We're always quick to compare you know it's like well they get to do that i can't do that you know well do you want to do that you know if you do then you can but are you just saying that because you feel like you're limiting yourselves and your capabilities and so i think it's interesting but sadly i feel like there are a lot of people that are doing whatever it is that they feel like they should be doing and they're not happy. What do you think?
1: Completely agree. And I saw I it and I think that's kind of going back to why part of my purpose is bringing energy tools mainstream, because especially when you when you come from the corporate world, And you come from, you have to, you have that mentality that you have to work hard. You have to do this. You have to do that to make a living, to support your family, that we get stuck in that hamster wheel. And I, it's part of my purpose to be a part of the larger collective, to bring these tools mainstream, to allow yourself to know that, you know what, the sky is the limit. You can do whatever you want to do in your life. When I was kind of, I was my my kids are teenagers, and um, I was very upfront with them, my, my family, my my husband, my children, of that I was going to eventually exit out of the corporate world because it was obviously a big conversation with me and my husband because that's a piece of our life. But our children are old enough that they i they they were a part of that conversation. And my son, who's a man, gem, he was having a really hard time with it. He was having a hard time because he was scared. He was scared that, okay, mom's going to quit her job. What's going to happen to our life, our house, our like those, those things that we provide as parents. And one day I was having a really rough day at work. It was just a day that was just not a great day. And I was upset. And he walks into my office and he gets kind of mad and he goes, mom, it's a job. You're supposed to be miserable. And that was my pivotal moment. That next week was when I resigned because Mm. my son, who is now, he just turned 19 and he has his whole entire life, adult life ahead of him. I don't want him to be in his 40s. And have a family that thinks that he has to be miserable in whatever he's doing because he has to support his family. I, I wanted to show him, I wanted to lead by example, say, honey, you can do what your heart wants to do. You can follow your heart and everything's going to be okay. And since then it has been beautifully and even more so he's a manifesting generator, he made a decision, which I fully supported. We all fully supported of he chose not to go to college a month before college started. <laughs> very, very man-gen energy. And it was okay, let's figure out life. Yeah. We'll see where he, again, king of maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna go to college. Maybe I'm gonna work. Maybe I'm gonna do this. And giving him that permission just to be instead of going somewhere because he thought that was the next step for him Yeah, is allowing him to figure out what he wants to do in his life and allowing me to lead by example, to show him that, you know what, it's okay. You can support your family and have a nice life, be able to help make a difference and not be miserable in what you do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, that's good. My son, he's a projector. Um, mm-hmm. I would say the biggest advice I've given to him is don't try to do things like your mama does. <laughs> 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 Especially because I like I was for the longest time, yeah, in, in the wedding industry with a like burnout. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was nothing for me to wake up at 8 a.m. And work till two p two a.m., you know, mm-hmm. and not really miss a beat, and you know that was kind of just my life for ten years of of that, and you know, so I I when I found all this out as I was transitioning out of it, and I you know learned about human design, I told him I was like, this isn't what normal looks like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be totally different than this. Yeah. So I think it's neat though for our, like you said, for our children, I know my son has seen me, my journey of confidence, you know, going Mm -hmm. back to that darn open identity center, you know, G center. And so, you know, he's firsthand watched me say, go from hiding to feeling like wow, could I be that person that stands out, that speaks up? You know, he's watched as like the first video I ever recorded. I was practically in tears and shaking, you know, and he's watched this whole transition. And it's funny because he's a four, six. He has the same profile (laughs) as me. And he wants to disappear he wants to isolate himself his environment is caves and it's quite literal yeah. um, you know he's he's very isolated he doesn't allow a lot of people in but yet I can see him watching me if what you know stepping into my authentic self and my purpose and he, he'll get kind of I see his like enthusiasm and he's so sweet and innocent. one day he's like, mom, you're going to be famous. I was like, well, it doesn't exactly work like that, buddy, but I appreciate the vote of confidence. Um, you know, so he's, he's watched that journey and I'm like, well, I'm glad you're taking it in. Cause your time's coming, Mr. Four, six, you yes, know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so, yeah, it's interesting. So, I feel like you've mentioned a lot of things that's been fun, you know, um, in looking at your chart. And I love the energy healing part you know, that we last mentioned, um, but what would you say in your chart? Is there a specific thing when we're talking about this is who I am? This is what I'm meant to share. This is what I'm meant to be. Was is there something in particular in your chart that really stands out for you as affirming that you kind of hold on to?
1: It was something it's it's so interesting because I found human design back in 2020 so mm-hmm. i i dived in to my chart learning everything about it you know the drill <laughs> and i i knew that i was a generator and i really you know focused on that piece it was a a realization i had hmm? two weeks ago, I think, and I was actually having a conversation with a friend who also understands human design is all like human design nerdy like me. And, (laughs) and she said something to me that clicked. And it was she's like, you are a generator, you have the energy of a generator. So when you are lit up, you go, go, go. Yeah. But you have the energy of a reflector because you're mm-hmm. so undefined. Yeah. And I sat with that for a minute. And that was an, an affirmation to me, taking in the intuitive energy healing piece yeah. of it makes so much sense. Because when I'm working with clients, it comes very easy and naturally for me to be able to identify the block, identify that that, that root cause, that shadow yeah. in somebody else Because I'm so undefined. So it it helps me a little bit easier finding that that piece to be able to help somebody work through it, to release that piece. And to me, so mind-blowing because just again, looking at a chart, just looking at it a little bit differently, I'm like it makes sense. An affirmation that I'm on the right path. That that is why, because I think it's the two piece of my chart as. I always question, why do I just know things? Yeah. I don't understand sometimes you have to just wrap your, your head around. I don't understand why I just know. Yeah. But now it's making more sense. It's given me that why, if that makes sense. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I love that. And for our listeners, the two, um, when we're talking about line two, they have a natural gift gift. An ability a talent this is also the hermit and so when you kind of are able to do your thing get you know get lost in your zone of genius that it's very fulfilling it lights you up and people tend to spot and notice your talents and sometimes they will call you out and you know volunteer you for things because you're so good at this or how do you do that but yeah you just you just do it. You don't know exactly how to explain it. It just happens. So yeah, that's an awesome gift. I know for me and my chart, I think the thing that I've found the most affirming and have held on to is my sun sign, um, my fifty-one gate fifty-one, because it's got such a interesting. And, you know, kind of like it's, it's a, it's a strong energy. And so I feel like whenever I find myself feeling the conditioning of, you know, my identity center and feeling like, Oh, I'm too much. That's too much. You know, tone it down. You know, I remind myself that I'm here to sort of shock provoke bring change and transformation you know and also in my life it's been i've had you know shocking experiences and both positive and challenges you know and sort of just allowing it i feel like it allows me to to be more present in life in the ebbs and flow of it knowing that all of it is for my greater good, one way or another, and will bring growth and evolution and, and change. So yeah, I would I I would say I'd probably have to pick that. I actually have a client that I'm working with right now
1: that has that same gate, very, very pronounced in her chart. And as you know, in human design, we can take our gifts and there's always a positive and a negative yep. to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how can we turn these traits? We have them no matter what. They're, yeah. they're inside of us. How can we use it for the greater good? Yeah. And I see that gate as you're here to make a difference. You're yeah. here to step out and help as like the greater good in in bringing things out as a shock of like, no, yeah. you know, we just got to do this. Let's yeah. rile it and let's just do it. Yeah. And see it as a huge gift because we need that energy we need that energy to bring the newness and i think it's beautiful yeah
0: <laughs> thank you thank you yeah i definitely try to embody it when i start feeling myself withdrawing the uh you know, sixth line really too. And especially the fourth line, that fear of rejection Mm -hmm. and, you know, that fear of how it's going to be perceived. And uh, yeah, I, I, I hold (laughs) on to that. I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be this bold. (laughs) So yeah. Yes.
1: Things I noticed and I wanted to bring up, I was actually looking at it is you and I both have in our spleen, um, gate number 50. And I call that gate like the fear of the what ifs. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was curious because with how you're just speaking about um, your design is like, do you ever feel that one creeping up of like, like that, that fear of, oh, should I say something? Should I not say something? Should I do this? Should I not? Because I, it's one of the things that I have really found that I've grown from by having that gate inside. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, You know, and, and when you say that, my brain, I'm trying to even remember where that I have that one placed in my chart. I'm also a certified Gene Keys guide, and I know I have it in a prominent place there. And I know the highest expression there is harmony, And the shadow is corruption. I think that when they kind of approach it and with Gene Keys, it's kind of from a place of when we think of corruption, corrupted DNA, corruption in the sense of the shadow or the collective. Uh, wounding we take on and transmuting that into harmony and it bringing balance, the uh, equilibrium I think is the gift where mm-hmm. it's like bringing harmony to an environment. I I have
1: that one and I was just truly curious. I always like to see how others. Mean. It's it comes in as fear fear of responsibility, um, but i come as it's how i put it in my head it's fear of the what if it's like it's it's seeing like you said it's like fear of being your highest self fear of being your most successful self and it's coming in of i have to reframe that of okay i can see potential in others so it's seeing potential in myself so and maybe it's the difference, too, is because you're defined in your spleen and I am undefined in my spleen. So it's again, it's it's a gift we both have, but how we rationalize it into our life is very, very different, which I just love because, again, two people can share the same gift, but it shows up very differently in our lives. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I just, yeah, I was curious. Like that was the one I always feel it in me. I always have to give myself that check of, okay, do you yeah, have to reframe that piece. You, you got this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think for me, um, I, I've spent a lot of focus on the fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. I know that you have uh, your Pluto in the fifty-seven there too. That one. That one stood out on for sure for me coming from the spleen. Um, yeah, cause I went from no intuition, no, no sense of inner, you know, nothing based on my upbringing. And, and that's been absolutely a, a transformative journey of learning to sort of you know, go to that inner sense of self, the inner intuition. Um yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's having that trust in ourselves, yeah. that
1: that that trust of that is our intuition it's it's speaking to us and learning and understanding what it feels like (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely absolutely oh well this has just been such an incredible and i love i'm excited to go back and listen to this because i feel like we kind of talked about so many different things so before we kind of close up on this i would love if you could talk with us a little bit more about how people can connect with you and then i always like to ask if there's anything presently you're working on that you're super excited, whether professionally or personally, that you'd like to kind of share with us.
1: Absolutely. Best way to find me is on Instagram. My Instagram is magicbydesign_hd. underscore okay. HD. And I'm very active on Instagram and I really just incorporate a lot of what I do onto that channel. Um, I also have my website as well, which is magicbydesignhd.com. And I guess probably the newest thing, my, my my excitement right now is I am bringing, my, when I'm, as I said, my purpose is really bringing energy tools mainstream. Yeah. So I have my eight-week program where I incorporate human design and energy healing together for awesome. amazing transformations. But I felt called to, and I have that program and it's amazing and I love it, but I felt called to, I really want to make sure that energy healing um is accessible to all that want to um experience it yeah. so i just created the energy reset so it's a small group program It's 50 minutes um, with myself and five individuals all online where we come together. We reset our energy and release limiting blocks that are present in the moment. So it's Mm -hmm. a great me time just for an hour to come in, reset, refocus, release. um, And it's, again, helping bring energy tools mainstream
0: oh i love that that's that's awesome that's yeah that sounds so nice too like that just that reset i love it i love that concept and i will definitely put all of those uh links in the description so for our listeners definitely check that out. Definitely go visit, check out Gina's work, maybe consider that reset uh, energetic healing. So yeah, and I hope that in listening to this that you have curiosity and this is inspiring you to ask questions and want to learn more about yourself and your energy and to follow the things that your heart is calling You towards. I hope that Gina and I's story has inspired you to consider what it is that you feel like you're wanting to do or pursue and giving yourself permission to play with that and and entertain those new realms of possibilities. So, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, have a lovely day. Bye.